This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Hey, 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 kids. It's time for Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob, and this week in Awesome, Judd Nelson's coming to BotCon. Who would have ever thought that? I know in uh, pa- the past, whenever I would be going to a convention or whatever, and, you know, the organizers would have some sort of cool discussion, you know, thread pop up like, who would you like to see at X convention? I've mentioned Judd Nelson in the past. So seeing him going to BotCon is a really cool thing. Something I really wish I was there to see. Judd Nelson's really cool. Of course, he was the voice of Hot Rod in the uh, Transformers movie. And, uh, of course, Hot Rod. Especially Hot Rodimus. Rodimus Prime toward, toward the end. But he was also uh, Hot Rod in Transformers Animated in the short little segment that Hot Rod was in. That's really awesome. Uh, out of funny note, they advertise him as the only voice of Hot Rod, which isn't true as Dick Godier voiced Hot Rod in Season 3 and in The Rebirth. So, yeah. Now, of course, you can say, well, Dick Godier was the voice of Rodimus Prime in Season 3, but Hot Rod was in that one episode. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's really irregardless, because when you say Hot Rod, you think Judd Nelson. And that would be, man, that would be awesome. I want to I go to his panel and ask him nothing but Breakfast Club questions. Like, hey, when you were reading the script and you read how Bender wouldn't shut up about how his dad put cigars out on him and stuff, did you ever want... Just like say, hey, shut up, Bender. We're just trying to serve detention. No, no one wants to listen to you. That's a, I actually wanted to make a joke about Hot Rod reminiscing about the t- how his Optimus was so mean to him and draw parallels to uh, Bender's tales of his father's abuse. But then I figured I might cross the line, and I didn't want to do that. Although I can't, I would think it's funny of Hot Rod climbing through the air ducts of the Ark. Just or auto base or, or through Autobot City, where Cup basically punished him, and he's like escaping by climbing through the air ducts. Uh, there, there's just parallels you could uh, draw between The Breakfast Club and Hot Rod. That'd be funny. The Breakfast Club is a good movie. <laughs> it's funny though. I don't really. I know Judd Nelson's in other things. But that's really the main things I think of him from. Yeah, The Breakfast Club, uh, Transformers the movie, and a bunch of. There's like these series of sci-fi originals that had like original, I forget the name of it, but it was like a movie series on sci-fi that he was in. I think he played like a killer or a, a writer who was a killer or finding a killer or something like that. I don't know enough about it. I just remember them coming on and me saying, hey, wow, Hot Rod's in a sci-fi original. <laughs> that's that's so, you know, this BotCon uh, being 2016 is the 20th anniversary of Beast Wars. But also the 30th anniversary of Transformers the movie. So that's a really cool guest for him. That's a really old school type guest, seeing someone from the movie like that. So hope everyone going has fun, and I am jealous. I am really jealous because I would like to sit in that panel and listen to Judd Nelson for a while. Excuse me. I'm losing my breath as I talk, as I do occasionally when I record this. But, you know, speaking of conventions, next weekend is Joe Lana. I've spoke about it a few times on this here, and on RFC proper it has been brought up. So, going without saying, there probably won't be an episode of Being Awesome next week because I'll be tied up with going to a convention. Now, before all you guys bemoan me saying, Rob, record it before you go. 
Um, that weekend, Saturday, at the Transformers panel, which will be hosted by my pal Dusty Griffin, who, you know, he's the guy who wrote the, uh, I mean, excuse me, drew, he drew the TFCon Charlotte comic uh, in 2015. Um, him, Kilby, and myself will be hosting the Transformers fan panel at Joe Lana, which we will be recording and will release later on either that weekend or within the week as an episode of RFC Extra. So if you want your dose of me, and why would you, I guess, it will be up that way as an episode of RFC Extra. And if you... If you um, through Talk Transformers or any or my Tumblr or any of the means that I share being awesome each week, I will share that. So look out for that. If you uh, if you uh, if you listen to Being Awesome straight for our direct feed on iTunes, just check out the RFC proper feed and you'll see the episode there. But yeah, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Joe Lana. It's a really fun convention. You know, the name would lead you to believe it is just a G.I. Joe convention, and that's because that's how it has its roots. It started off as a one-day G.I. Joe convention, but it morphed into Joe Lanta and the Great Atlanta Toy Show, being that it is a, while it is Joe-focused, is also a general toy convention, and it is a really great, just great time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kilby and I, you know, of course, and Dusty run the Transformers panel. Uh, ex- <sighs> Almost said XV. Diecast. Can't believe it said that. I had such a great time with Diecast last year. Diecast came for Joe Lana last year. And he was in the panel with us, and we had a great time. There's also a Star Wars panel this year, which I'm really interested in. There's a uh, Walking Dead panel the girlfriend always wants to go to. Um, I think there's like a Monster High panel. Of course, there's G.I. Joe panels because it's rooted as a G.I. Joe convention. And those are really fun. Believe it or not, especially, well, being myself that I'm into G.I. Joe, it's fun for me. But for someone who isn't, but might just enjoy general toys or the whole action man, you know, adventure dude persona stuff, would find these things interesting. Um, there's a Big Jim panel. For those of you who don't know what Big Jim is, toward at like the 70s, I believe, he was a competitor by Mattel for G.I. Joe. Sort of the same adventure man and his crew of buddies type a deal and he's got a big Jim has a good collector's base too and this stuff's always interesting because as everyone as everyone knows Mattel reused a lot of stuff the mold they used for Battle Cat was re came from a couple different toy lines like I think it was in Big Jim as like a tiger or something for an adventure set Uh, I know it was in a Mattel had a Tarzan toy line that that same mold got used in as a tiger or a lion or something um but what's really neat is there's a bad guy in big jim whose name i can't remember offhand who is i don't know if the toy actually came out or like i remember seeing this was like either an unreleased toy or just the toy that was released maybe i got my information mixed up he was awfully similar to trap jaw (laughs) he had like the same sort of jaw and the interchangeable hand gimmick which is really cool to see how they kind of just reused you know, an idea like they did. Funnily enough, with uh, Big Jim's accessories, some of those got turned into He-Man accessories. Most uh, most notably, the whip that came with Beast Man, I think was a Big Jim accessory. It might have been used in other toy lines. It's always funny to see how these things uh, live in different toy lines and such without you really noticing. <sighs> Excuse me, I was wetting my whistle. <coughs> you know, I, I can't help but to be... Uh, 
nervous you know, looking at my progress bar as I record here. The past couple of weeks, the recordings has been plagued by some sort of chirping noise, and I have been haven't really been sure what it is. Kilby thinks it's interference on my cell phone on the mixing board, but I haven't had that problem before, so I don't know what it is. I don't know... I don't know what's picking up, but so far I don't see any of the telltale signs of a chirp on the progress bar. So let's hope we have beat the chirping noise. And if there is any chirps, I really apologize and hope to get it fixed in the future. Speaking of Joe Lana, one of the cool things about Joe L- one of the cool things about Joanna, and one of the things I look forward to the most is the parachute drop. Basically, how the parachute drop uh, goes on Saturday night. Uh, it's usually toward the evening time. I forget the time. It's after dark. Now there's the the hotel lobby. It's one of those style lobbies where there's a, uh, you know, the rooms kind of like a atrium. I guess is the style you would say where the rooms circle around and there's an open air where you could look down and see the lobby. Well, attendees to the Joe Drop will be in the lobby while Joe's Joe GI Joes and other soldier toys or just toys in general and parachutes are thrown out over the balconies of all the various flights of the hotel and they parachute down where people collect them. Now, where do those Joe, those Joes and parachutes come from? Other convention attendees that bring their toys and parachutes to throw. So it's like a group effort of playing parachute with your army men. People are watching them and help you collect it back up when it hits the ground. And people are going back up the elevator to throw it again. Last year, Diecast and myself participated while Kilby and the Mrs. Rob was down there watching us and collecting our figures. We'd bought some inexpensive uh, army men parachute type toys that you can get for Walmart. You can get at Walmart for a dollar. It's basically a roughly three inch uh, green army man with a parachute. Actually, it's kind of a nice parachute coming to think about it. And we had the time of our lives. In fact, the guy from uh, Pappy's Collectibles, you've, you go to Transformers Collections, you, <laughs> Collections Conventions, you've seen him. He was there at the con. He'd set up booth, and he was there with us. He had a flint, a, a three-inch real American hero flint on a parachute. And we were having the time of our lives racing down to get our toys and going right back up on the elevator. In fact, it was funny. The elevator opened up, and there was Larry Hama waiting to go back to his room, very clearly was done with our crap for the evening. Um, Mega Toy Fan, I believe, is going to be there this year, too, so that's really cool. There's a good Transformers presence there at the show. and uh, But, you know, it's it's just... It's just a great show, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, and I've been... You know, I have a really busy work schedule, and this is almost like my uh, first break in the year I get. This is like my spring break as Joe Lana. I'll take the uh, three week, three day weekend of Joe Lanta, have myself a little break in March, and then you know later in summer have like, I guess uh, Labor Day, Memorial Day, you know, uh, Memorial Day, yeah, and then depending on July the fourth falls, I might have another. Well, now July fourth really is just a day off, I think. If it's near the weekend, I get a three day weekend. But I think you guys get what I'm saying. I get like a little. Sp- spring break with Joe Lana and then I get Memorial Day and then maybe July 4th I get a little break you know maybe just a day maybe more and that's pretty much it till Labor Day I don't really take a lot of vacations I tend to just take a day off here or so and I don't really plan on going out of town on a trip this year except for you know my wedding in October the progress bar is hung up two or three times there I don't know why so if there was a beep just then I hope I apologize. I'm still, I'm paranoid now trying to catch whatever is going on here. But once again, on the, the chirps that always showed up as this 
specific pink <laughs> in the waveform, and I haven't seen it. So hopefully it just lagged a little or made that weird it does occasionally i apologize but yes next weekend is joe lana and i can't wait and i hope to see some of you there last year our good friend crazy steve or as he goes these days uh king macronius the guy who run, he's just awesome and he has this awesome uh scooter from the GoBots costume he wore there. I really dig uh, Steve a whole lot. He's a good a good friend and a really cool guy. And he is just a wealth of cool knowledge. You know, it's just really cool to listen to him talk and say it's about stuff like Micronauts and you, you name it. You know, it's just such a cool, such a cool guy just to listen to. I wish he had his own panel just to talk about the, just him with a projector and showing all the ads. Like he likes to uh, go through microfilm at different libraries and get out the different ads for toys that's been in the papers and stuff. That'd be really awesome to see him put on a, a panel like that. I'm, I wish I would have thought of that earlier. Maybe I could have suggested it to him. Well, you know what, guys? Let's skip on over, because I am rambling, to the questions and awesome portion of the show, the Q&A. And if you ever wonder how to participate in the Q&A portion of Being Awesome, talk Transformers the official Facebook group of being awesome, the best forum for discussion ever for transformers in the history of mankind and currently going on. And no one has corrected me yet. And that's how I know I'm right because people on the internet love to correct you. You know what those people, how those, what those people drink? They, we were to get their water from a well, actually that's a joke. <laughs> But no, seriously, Talk Transformers is the best place you can go online to Talk Transformers. If you don't know how to get there by now, I'll tell you. Go to Facebook and you know you use it. And if you don't, just go ahead and join. What are you, what are you doing not using Facebook? Search Talk Transformers and click join. That's that easy. There's a bunch of us in there. We'll let you in. The only rule is don't be a douchebag. And if you're a douchebag, you'll probably find your own way out because people are like, man, shut up. <laughs> Just a cool place to talk. But what happens is, every so often I'll put up a thread there. And it's the only place I'll put this thread where I'm asking for questions, comments, talking points, etc. And people go nuts. You know, they'll ask their questions. They'll put their comments in. And then they have little conversations between each thing. It becomes a live... It's like... I wish I'd put it up more often because people seem to really enjoy it. You know, I'm like, wow. You know? So anyway... This week's question, and let me find it real quick. This week's question comes from my pal Dusty, who I'll be hosting, co-hosting a panel with him and Brian Kilby this next weekend at Joanna. He asks, what would you like to see after Rid ends? He means Transformers Robots in Disguise, the current cartoon that has been going on. Uh, Dusty, I don't know. <laughs> and when I, the reason I say I don't know is because the possibilities are endless. I personally, and he even said it in the ongoing conversation, I don't think Rob wants Rid to end. And he's right, I don't. I'd like to see it go on for another season or two. But the, the signs are all there that, well, not the signs, they pretty, Hasbro's pretty much said it's got two seasons in the movie. So <laughs> we're in season two. And, uh, you know, I'm actually recording this on time this weekend, so I haven't watched this week's episode yet. And being that I've got to work a little overtime Saturday, I probably won't watch it till Saturday night. Um... <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a good episode. A lot past two are good. Um, I really like Riz. It's a fun show. It's not. It's not an overly 
brow furrowing deep show, but it's a really fun show to watch, and I really like it. Uh, following Grid, personally, I really want to see Titans Return get a cartoon. And being that Combiner Wars is getting a web series, I wouldn't see why Titans Return wouldn't. However, being a TV show, I would like to see something cool and fun, so and pro appropriate for all ages. So a gritty, mature show probably isn't the best. And you know, I don't know if Hasbro has a RID-like line planned for after RID. You know, there's been talks before or like lead-up rumors that the next cartoon could be tied into the upcoming movie series. And you know what? If if it's a well-done show, I'd be happy with that. Just because, you know, starting next year, there's going to be a new Transformers movie out every year. There might as well be a tie-in cartoon such as, I mean, you know, there's Marvel cartoons and there's a Marvel movie or two each year. You know, there's Star Wars Rebels out and you know what? There's a Star Wars movie every year now. So, why not having something that, while not tying directly into the, well, that's in the same canon universe as the movies, while it doesn't have to be, you know, tying directly into it, it could be, you know, off, can, you know, off, off movie adventures, like, I don't know, Optimus and the gang fighting Galvatron wherever he pops up, you know? Yeah, that's... Sure, I'd rather see something new and fresh like Red or whatever, but that's pro that's more of what I realistically see happening. Just because it only really makes sense from a business point of view. You know, part of me... Everyone always says, I want to see a reboot of G1, and part of me says the same too, but then common sense comes in and says... Pretty much every cartoon is a reboot of G1. And before, before I get to, people get the torches out, hear me out. A reboot means a relaunch, a new start. It starts all over. So you got Optimus, Bumblebee, and they're fighting Megatron and Starscream. And they kind of look the same, <laughs> but they're a little different. That's a reboot. You know? So saying a reboot of G1 is kind of a, just a not a very well thought out thing, you know, because they always say, I want a reboot. But what they're saying is they actually want G1 to just start up again. And that's not going to happen. But it would be neat to see a more traditional show. However, like I said, RID was pretty close. RID actually fell in more line with the Japanese G1 shows to me. It almost seemed like one, you know. I, I, I made the comparisons that it reminds me a lot of uh, Brave X Kaiser in a way that Bumblebee himself. Now I've gotten flack for saying this, and because I guess people didn't understand where I was coming from, Bumblebee in Rid to me kind of looks like X Kaiser, and I don't mean his super mode. I mean his basic car mode, and roughly, not exact. You know, like the car kind of looks similar to me to X Kaiser's car, and his rough silhouette looks similar to me. It's not exact. You know, X Kaiser had like a lion head on the chest and. A faceplate and stuff like that. I, I don't mean like an exact, but he 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 roughly reminded me of X Kaiser and the cartoon. While they weren't chasing Dino Geisters, it's yeah, you know, Monster of the Week. You know, it just kind of it really reminded me of that show for some reason. Maybe it's a space police angle, and you know, it's not a exact mirror analog, but man, it just really. And X Kaiser basically was a was originally slated to be a Transformers series, and instead got made into a Brave series. Uh, you guys can look up the history if you want the full story on that. I'm not going to give that to you here. But 
yeah, the new current rid remind makes me think of Japanese G1 cartoons because it kind of kind of follows this a similar structure path and it, it's very similar to it. Now it doesn't follow all the tropes certainly. You know, a new leader hasn't come midway through the season. Bumblebee isn't combining with somebody. There isn't a new bad guy present well, yet that we know of. I mean, kind of sort of with Megatronus, but. He was like one and done, you know, and, and it goes back to status quo of Monster of the Week. So while all the tropes aren't there, it certainly is similar. Well, Dusty, thanks so much for your question. And Dusty, guys, is a good friend of mine, and I can't wait to see him next weekend at Joe Landa. And I can't wait to seek, to seek, geez, see you guys who are listening that made it out to Joe Lana next weekend. Um, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you find all of our shows at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links. Next time you need to do shopping through Amazon, go through those links. It will not cost you anything extra and is an easy way to support the site. Um, you can find Being Awesome, like I said, on tfradio.net or through your favorite podcast outlets, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it. You know, uh, there's a video version of the show on Facebook. Uh, it's basically the audio version with a static image, but people seem to really like it. Um, I'm Rob. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at RoboRobSpringer. I thanks er, thank everyone for listening, and I hope everyone has a great week. And don't forget, next week, there will be no new episode of Being Awesome. However, check out the RFC Extra episode that will pop up in place of it. While not on the dedicated Being Awesome feed, it will be on the general RFC feed where all the shows are put through. And I will be sure to share that in places I normally share being awesome. But a brand new episode of Being Awesome will be back two weeks from now in the standard format. Probably full of me raving about how much fun I had at Joe Lana. So thanks everyone for watching. Why are y'all watching? Thanks for everyone for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. I will not see you guys. You will hear me next time. But you are here, you are here in my heart. So I will see you guys in my heart while I sit at my computer and talk into a microphone. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer.